When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Paul Prime Time, how are you, man? Yeah, what did you want to talk about? Look, this is going to be hard for you to hear, but you're probably the only person who will understand what I'm saying right now. Winston, he's not right for us. You and I are stone cold in this game. We need our edge. We have the killer instinct. And that is how both of us became champions in the first place. But Winston is this tether that is binding us to the ground and not letting us reach our full potential. You beat Bibiani all on your own, and then Winston got involved in the team's match, and you got stuck with Lon and everything, and you got TKO'd by two people you've actually beaten singles competition. Even though you played great. We need a change from all this, Paul. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, you caught me at an interesting time in my career, I think. Um, that's great. So, me, you, and Laura are the faction's power players right now. You are Swag's only chance at a singles title or a team's title. And you can do that all with the manager that I have locked in. We need the old Oyama back that tore through Brendan Meyer. Chance Ellison, Liz Shannon Miller, that took the belt away from Dan Merle, that defended it against Jeff Snyder. We need that old Oyama. The one who didn't care about what the locker room thought about him. The one who didn't care about what Jen Sturger thought about him. That Paul Oyama can be back and he can be a champion again if he joins us. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting you mentioned Laura. It feels like we're the only three people who really have it together in the faction right now. And yeah, in the off season, Winston was telling me Lon was going to take this seriously. And he, and he comes out and, and plays like that. Um, yeah, I think, I think it, it might be time. It, it should be prime time. It shouldn't be this spread out against the faction. I think it should be prime time. Yes. Yes, Paul. Yes. This, is why you're going to be champion. You have the killer instinct and you understand strategy. You you know how to steer things to make it work for you. And that's why our new faction with the new manager will be champions. So what like what do we got to do? Like how does this whole thing work? What's our move? Now, we need Winston to resign. And the only way it'll work is to, if we blindside him. He has no idea any of this is coming. He has no idea Laura and I and you now are teaming up and asking him to step down. And he has no idea that a new manager will take over. So what you need to do is just join us in blindsiding him. And we'll start a new age for our faction, new version of swag. Yeah, just one one thing real quick. Give me a second. 
Well. <sighs> it's about time we got back in the saddle. Set your clock. Yes! <laughs> To the movie trivia schmodown. I'm Christian Harloff, joined as always by Mark, Baby Carrots, Ellis. Mark, the Star Wars division, as we have said, has heated up before the season even started with all the drafting of all the new rookies. But then you look at what that championship match was just a few weeks ago with Andrew DiMolanta becoming the new movie trivia schmodown Star Wars champion. And you look at the competition that is out there already. Already, we've we've seen competitors like Lacey Gillerin and uh, and Marie Wilson and, and and Gold Leader and, and all of these competitors that are coming in here. And we have two more new Star Wars rookies coming in today. John Crash Hoey from the Resistance broadcast. Speaking of Lacey Gillerin and from Blind Wave, Eric the Knight Whiteley. Two very highly anticipated Star Wars rookies. What are you expecting to see here today, pal? I expect to see fireworks, Christian, because if nothing else, I think that that match, that legendary already match between Damon and Demolanta, only solidified every new Star Wars competitor's desire to be underneath that white hot spotlight. Because you see 5150, you see the kinds of questions that those two gentlemen were answering. You and I get intimidated asking the questions. I have not seen fear. I have not seen hesitation. I have not seen anything but cockiness when it comes to every other Star Wars competitor watching these matches and say, yeah, yeah, I I crushed it. I did great during that match. But now two rookies get their chance to prove it underneath the, well, not whitest hottest spotlights. That would be a five rounder going into overtime, multiple questions, but it's going to be pretty steamy in here today. It is. And the other thing though, Mark, you got two factions that both hold championships, right? You have the dungeon who currently holds the inner geekdom champion, Mark Kanopic, who I'm sure the star Wars has been trading back and forth with, with John Hoey. And then you have Eric Whiteley, who's been training with the champion, uh, with Andrew DiMolanta. And you look at and what I really like about both these competitors is how invested they have been in their factions and in their uh, in their divisions. Because you look at the tweets when the match was happening and what Eric Whiteley was doing and what John was doing. And these guys are ready to go. And they're both. I mean, you even looked at their reactions in the draft and they were excited to go. And there's that, that obviously that scene. And we knew what the blind wave audience, they were ready. They were ready. Who's going to take them? Who's going to take them? And finally, when uh, Coy took him, the chat exploded, and it was a great reaction with, with with Eric when he was on his couch, and he's like, "Oh, get the marks!" And, he, and it was, and it's the same thing with Hoey. So these guys are excited. I get excited when guys like this play because who's our next star? Who's our next person? Because it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's it, it, to be cliche. It's how you play the game, and we're gonna see exactly what these two rookies bring here today. Yeah, Christian, and I think that the Star Wars universe may be trying to take a page out of the Schmodown book because as we continue to expand the cast of characters that you see in the Star Wars part of the Schmodown galaxy, maybe Star Wars is like, hey, you know what? We got our Skywalkers. Let's go to other places now. We're going to go to some other places right now. Thanks to Nerd Chronic, who's had an incredible job cutting a promo between two not unknowns to the world. They're very popular broadcasters, but in the Schmodown, it's all new to them. Let's see what's cooking. I'm so excited for this one because I was really afraid this guy would would go in the first round. It is, of course, 
Mr. Eric White. Woo! Working works. Back to the chat has probably exploded at this point. What do you have, Eric Whiteley's nickname? Eric the Knight Whiteley. The Knight. The Knight. I am vengeance. I am the Knight. I am Batman. Star Star Wars. Today, the Star Wars division changes, because today, a rookie that's about to become a champion plays his very first match. A lot of my fans have been saying, you need to be in the Mercs. He said your name early, and you're a rookie. Isn't that going to make you worry about what you're going to do in this division? What if you embarrass yourself? Ha! I embarrass myself every single week on my channel. I am so down to schmodown. I have a really good feeling about this. John Hoey, you're a big wrestling guy. You got a big brain and a big attitude, and we've, we've been we've been looking at you. We, we, want, we want you in the dungeon, kid. Hello, I'm Johnny Crash Hoey, representing the ultimate power in the universe, the dungeon. No, the Mercs have only beaten the dungeon in teams, so I think it's fitting I get the drop. Johnny Crash on ya. Wear a helmet, Whiteley. It's gonna get bumpy. Being the underdog, I like people not knowing where I'm coming from, and then you get cracked in the jaw in the, in the 12th round and you hit the mat. Now, I have a big chip on my shoulder, but I'm also here to inject some fun into this Star Wars division, and I can't think of anything more fun than beating the quirky Mercs in my first match here. Looking at the knowledge base of the Star Wars competitors, and it is vast. It is awesome. And some people might look at that and say, that's too much for me. I'm scared. But me? It just makes me hungry. To be honest, I drafted him right after Jimalanta for a reason. Because I've got a Star Wars champion in Eric Jimalanta, and I'm about to have another one in Eric Whiteley. He comes with an army for a reason. Eric Whiteley, hard not to hear about him. (laughs) Now, you have a big following, Whiteley. There's no doubt about that. Well, here's a problem. Hype time's over. Your cheerleaders can't save you. It's just us now. Eric Whiteley, walking around the Schmodown looking like a substitute teacher. You're going against the dungeon. That means you're going up against winners. Now, under a Koi's banner, I've just been sharpening my sword, okay? Sharpening the sword of the hot, fiery passion of Star Wars into cold, hard Star Wars facts. You ask me the question, I'll do my best. (laughs) Nothing will make me happier than to hear every single one of your goody two-shoe fans crying out in terror and be suddenly silenced when I destroy you with the power of the dark side. A little bit of advice for you, John. When you go into a match against the knight, just remember the words of General Leia Organa. Hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it, when you see it, you're never going to make it through the night. This is where the fun begins. All right, thank you to Nerd Chronic once again. You look, and by the way, Nerd Chronic, uh, responsible 
for me having the the introduction to Eric Whiteley and and bringing him in and because I, I had a conversation with Eric and I was and we were talking about it and he was he was excited to learn more about it and you could tell that that he is invested he is ready to go and the same could be said for John who I've known for years also inside of the Star Wars community so these guys know they know this world they know Star Wars so this is going to be as you saw in the promo they're ready to go and they're ready to add three more points to their faction. The Mercs could use it. The dungeon certainly uh, wants a, a couple more to build up on their, uh, their prowess. So let's see what happens. How do you have all these friends? Like I'm just like the Mandalorian. It's just me and the child dog. And we just travel the wilderness by ourselves. You just know everyone. Do yeah, they I know, all I, go to Florida state? I know them, but they like you more. So let's go. Let's let's go to the next one. So here so, we go. Yeah. Perfect. All right, so now, ladies and gentlemen, we are, before we get to it, just a reminder, obviously today we have a um, massive, massive match tonight with Kevin Goodenough-Smith. You talk about the Mercs? Well, they're back again tonight on our pay-per-view. Kevin Goodenough-Smith going up against sassy Stacy Howard of The Usual Suspects. That happens tonight. And in the main event for the Movie Trivia Schmodown Championship of the World, they're going at it again Adam, the Coyote Collins, 7-0, and looking to become the first competitor ever to go eight straight victories without a loss. But in order to do it, he's got to beat the man he took the title from at the spectacular four-time movie trivia schmodown champion, dangerous Dan Merle, the number one contender. Can he do it for a fifth time? Find out tonight. The schmodownlive.com, or if you are a patron, become a patron today. The Patreon is patreon.com slash schmodown. Sign up today. Mark, all oh, right, we're, we're ready to get going. Are yeah. you ready? Yeah, well done. Everybody likes you, just not as much as me. True. I'm not arguing with that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Three rounds in the Star Wars division. Introducing first. Representing the Dungeon, making his Schmodown debut, John Crash Ohio. Crash, it is good to see you. I know you've been waiting. I know you have been licking your chops to get into the Schmodown arena. How's it been? How's it going? And what it's how what's it been like working with the dungeon? The dungeon, we we have attitude, but it is a family like none other, and everyone's pulling in the same direction. And I could not be more prepared. I couldn't imagine being this prepared. And I'm so fired up to be representing Kaiser and the whole crew. And uh, we have a lot of talent in there that really helped get me ready for this. Well, John, you're coming into this, and I see your hat. I dare say that's not an old Miss or UNLV hat, that that is, in fact, referring to the Rebels from a galaxy far, far away. They put the Empire on notice. So how are you going to put the Schmodown on notice here today? Is winning enough, or does it have to be a blowout, knockdown, dragout, slobber knocker, possibly a TKO here? A win will be enough. I kind of came into this looking for a statement, not a manifesto. And um, I've been laying in the weeds because I'm letting other people do the talking on all the shows, on the stereos, on the fan podcasts, on the draft night. I know I'm not the most uh, popular person in this match, but I think when we come out of it, I think people are going to know me a little better. That's for sure. 
Well, before we let you go here, bring in your opponent. Speaking of that popular op- opponent here with Eric the Knight Whiteley, uh, he does have a, a legion of fans behind him here. And does that does that get into your psyche at all? Do you, does that get into you, as, as you know, because he is a, he's a popular guy. He's a good guy. Not one of these guys that's talking smack, but he's a guy that wants to come in here and, and show what he's worth. So what's the preparation for going against the Knight? Yeah, I mean, you have to leave all those people at the wayside when you enter the ring. So they... You know, they can't save him. It's just us now. Fair enough. Good words there from Crash. All right. Thank you, Crash. And his opponent representing the Quirky Mercs making his Schmodown debut. He is Eric the Knight. Oh, Whiteley! Eric, the night, Whiteley. Dude, listen, like I said up top, man, I know that when we first spoke all those months ago and you were excited about trying to figure out kind of first what is the, the, the Shimonen, but, yeah. but now that you have become more accustomed to it, getting part of a faction, how has it changed since we spoke uh, all those months ago? Oh, man, uh, it has been a journey. I've been uh, checking out all of the previous matches, but, man, that match, the championship match with Demolanta and Damon, I got so fired up watching it, just seeing these two guys head-to-head, question, 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 and I just marveled at what they were doing, and it made me so hungry to get into this first match. Uh, yeah, uh, checking out the Smowdown has been awesome. So many of uh, my fans over the years that I've done, you know, reactions to Star Wars and I throw out a little trivia thing. They say, you should be on the Schmodown. You should be on the Schmodown. Well, I'm here on the Schmodown. Yes, yeah, Sir Knight Whiteley, let me ask you this, because rookies come into the Schmodown and they're hungry for that first victory. But you enter with the reputation of a prize fighter with the gigantic entourage supporting you. And you look at your background, it appears that all that memorabilia is probably worth about 38 million Republic <laughs> credits. So how do you live up to the hype against a hmm. very, if not as well known as you, at least popular in Star Wars circles opponent? Hmm. Well, uh, I mean, I've been doing uh, YouTube for a while now, and I cut my teeth doing lightsaber fights and the lightsaber choreography competition that's been running for about 20 years. I started doing that, and hey, I won it twice. So now, going from Star Wars lightsaber choreography to Star Wars trivia, I'm about to dominate the entire Star Wars fandom. Last question for you here, uh, Eric, before we get this match started. You know, John Hoey and the the Dungeon. Obviously, the Dungeon has been making some waves. But with that match you mentioned with uh, Dimolanta picking up those points, the Mercs are are starting to fight back. So how does it get into your mind at all when you think about that, picking up more points? Does it do you get excited? Like, how do you feel kind of going up against the Dungeon and knowing this is your first match and it's worth a, a big three points? Well, uh, you know, Koi being who he is has really welcomed me into the Mercs. And uh, at first, I wasn't really sure what the team dynamic would be. But there's been just such welcoming, you know, Demolanta and, and me going after each other in these mock matches. And Bibbs being like the best teammate I've ever been. What a resource. Uh, I mean, I'm just super excited to get started and uh, to see what all my studying these last couple of months uh, can reap. What's up, guys? It's Brett Sheridan from Schmodown, and I'm here today to talk to you about CBD. Now, the thing with CBD, it's not about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel, like stress, anxiety, pain. These are all things I deal with, and I know a lot of you do too, okay? You need to get yourself feels. It's a better way to feel better. 
Feels is a premium CBD that will help you keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, sleeplessness, and there's no hangover or addiction. Okay, this is, I love this part about it. It's a, it's a totally natural product and I love to put natural things in my body and I love that that's how I feel better every day. So place a few drop of feels under your tongue and you'll feel the difference in minutes. Uh, the thing to remember about CBD is that everyone's dose is different. So you've got to find the right dose for you. So leave some room for experimentation here. What's really cool about Feels is that they have a hotline for you to call and they have a personal team to, to talk to you and work you through your whole experience. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure that you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. Don't we all want that? You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash trivia. You'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash trivia. Become a member, get 50% off and free shipping on your first order. It's a great deal. Feels.com slash trivia. Go do it now. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something preventing you from happiness or something standing in the way of achieving your dreams? Well, look, the world's opening back up, and while that's great, it presents a whole new set of challenges for one's mental well-being. Even me, I, I know people think I'm outgoing. I am incredibly shy, and that's a big hurdle to get over when you're back out in the world and being around humans again, which is why I rely on better help. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. They'll hook you up with someone in 48 hours or less. And it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in certain places, but the service is always available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you're never going to have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you would with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Look, the bottom line is BetterHelp wants you to start living happier today. Visit their website and read a couple of the testimonials posted daily. Here, I'll give you a few. This is a great one. Jenna has been supremely knowledgeable and helpful. I cannot recommend her enough. She was so kind, non-judgmental, and really gave me helpful tools and advice. Or we can just go with the simple two-word one. She's wonderful. So right now, visit betterhelp.com slash trivia. That's for all of our Schmodown fans and friends and take charge of your own mental health like over 1 million people already have. As a matter of fact, in all 50 states, BetterHelp is recruiting new counselors to meet the demand. Again, it's a special offer for all you Schmodown fans out there. Just go to betterhelp, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash trivia trivia you get 10 percent off your first month using the service and be like me and enjoy more mental well-being and just being a happier person today all right mark our competitors have entered the virtual battlefield how does 
the rules of number one. How do they go? Yeah, Christian, go ahead and add Whiteley to that list of people Bibiani sent soap before myself. In round at number one, 10 questions from 10 different corners of Star Wars know-how. Normal matches have eight. We love Star Wars. Two questions more. Each one's worth a point. No penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one anyway. As soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to not only think the correct answer, but write it down in time. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to your camera. At the same time, you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. You each have three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Name for famous Tuscan Raider JTE. Not sure you heard a question right. Want to buy yourself another 15 seconds? Use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge you may utilize at any point throughout the three-round match. And boy, aren't your managers frothing at the mouth for you to play that card. We'll bring them in. We can all delineate. And they will ultimately confirm and ratify that said challenge is taking place. Christian, the two competitors look pretty locked in. I'd say it's about time to get this thing going. Why don't we hear from your throat one more time? Eric, are you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. John, are you ready? Wife and kids are at the in-laws. Told the dog to stay off the Roku. I'm ready. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one. Question number one. We're going to start with Revenge of the Sith. Palpatine says to Anakin, Remember back to your early teachings. All who gain power are what? Two guys who know lightsabers, Christian. What's your favorite lightsaber? Hard not to go with malls, even though... Uh, right. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Eric? Afraid to lose it. That's right. John? Afraid to lose it. One point apiece as we get to question number two. Good start from the Rooks. I'll let you know if it's true when I get any power. Your next question. In The Force Awakens, and for a point, who says to Han Solo, your game is old, there's no one in the galaxy left for you to swindle? Five. Four, three, two, one. Pens down. And John? Balatik. Yes. And Eric? Balatik. Tie game 2-2 as we get to our next question. This is question three from The Empire Strikes Back. Yoda tells Luke that he's been training Jedi for how many years? Christian, take a letter. Dear PJ Campbell, I know what you did with that last question. I know what you did. He's chuckling to himself. Five, four, three, two, one. Hands down, please. And Eric. 800 years. Yes, John. 800 years. Three, three. And we get to our fourth question. It's about as long as we've been doing the schmodown. Hey, partner. Your next query is in the category of the Phantom Menace. And the question Lewis McLeod voiced what character in The Phantom Menace? It's M-A-C-L-E-O-D. Just, it, the Star Wars division is just so I know. deep right now. Five, four. Repeat that. First one. All right, and your repeat for a point. In the category of The Phantom Menace, Lewis McCloud voiced what character in The Phantom Menace? McCloud spelled M-A-C-L-E-O-D. 
I didn't think I looked that much like Batwatik, and then everybody in our row at The Force Awakens thought it was me. So. Yeah, you do. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, gentlemen. And we start with John. Put Rune Hako. That's incorrect. And Eric? I put Watto. Also. Looking for Saboba. Saboba. Yeah. 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 All right. Here we go. Here's the uh, here's the next question. Here's the next question. All right. Here is the next question. Question number five. Return of the Jedi. In Return of the Jedi, who does Admiral Akbar turn the presentation over to as the rebels prepare their Death Star assault? You know, Christian, you can try to go up with your tenor all you want. I like the way you asked that question. Like, it was fun, but these fellows have their game faces on now. So far, only missing one so far. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Hands up. And Eric. I love him and his fake beard, General Crix Maydeen. Yes. And John. Crix Maydeen. We are tied up. Four, four. Four, four, and we get to our next question mark. This is question number six. It's a cute baby. Let's name it Cricks. Your next question is in the category of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Who says its power to create problems has certainly been confirmed? A city destroyed an Imperial facility openly attacked. It's like it just, it just become as much of a fan as anything else. Just like wondering, like who's gonna get Stay it? Target, Five, Christian. Four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. And we start with John. Darth Vader. That's it, Eric. Darth Vader. Five, five, and our next question is question seven. That's from the Rise of Skywalker. What is the name of the Trotomo? No way I said that right. T-R-O-D-A-T-O-M-E, male mechanic, who accompanies Poe, Finn, and Chewie to the Sinter Glacier colony in the opening of the film. Trotomo. I'm going to go with Trototome. Or that's even fine. Trototome. Who knows what it is? Either way, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Thanks a lot, PJ. Scumbag. Five, four, I already got three. Me. Two, one, pens down, please. And we start with Eric. I have Claude. You are right. And Eric. I'm John, but I'll go with Claude. Perfect. Thank you, Eric John. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next question. Next question. All right. Our two competitors gained a point each. Christian Harloff losing two points for that last question. Yep. We move on to Attack of the Clones, episode two. Who Attack greets Anakin? Excuse me? Attack of the Riders. Who greets Anakin and Obi-Wan when they exit the elevator on their way to meet Padme at the beginning of the film? Christian, all over the place this match. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Hard not to root for both these fellas. It's true. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And John. Jar Jar Binks. Yes, Eric. Misa Jar Jar Binks. And we have a tie game. 7-7. Very, very impressive start here by both Eric and John. And here is our next question. Our next question is question nine. That's mixed bag. 
In what film in the franchise will you find the line, confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi, your destiny? I like the writers throwing a couple curveballs here. You expect just that Nolan Ryan heat, but they're putting some oral Hershiser on this. Minus that one question so far. Great. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Eric. The Last Jedi. It's incorrect. And John. The Rise of Skywalker. That's correct. John takes the lead here. Eight, seven. Big point there for John as we get to our next question. Here is the uh, final question around number one, Mark. It's in Star Wars Episode Four. What is it? That's not the question. The answer is A New Hope. And for a point, Han says blank and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. Fellas, to fill in said blank. Can I get a repeat? First one. You certainly may. In the category of A New Hope, Han says blank and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. Very tight game here so far. As we yeah. see, 8-7, John up by one. As Not we sure if I here. disagree with Mr. So. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, and John. Hokey Religions. Yes, Eric. Hokey Religions. So we see a one-point one point lead by John and the Dungeon as we get to round number two. Mark, what are the rules of round number two? The rules of round number two help us introduce the wheel round, a fan favor because it is the virtual wheel. Each of you get a spin at it once you settle on a category. Five questions of Star Wars know-how in that particular realm lurk in front of you. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question, but stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. Give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question recedes to one. Tied ball game for a long time, Christian, and then John Hoey exceeds by one his opponent. So, Sir Hoey, it is up to you. Do you want to spin that wheel first with your mind or defer to your bearded opponent? I will let my bearded opponent go first. Oh, he's got a comb, Christian. Look out. He's got a beard comb. That's a real beard. That's no Crick's Maydean beard. <laughs> All right, Koi, 60 seconds starting now. So I know a thing or two about, like, Star Wars competitors, and I got to say, you are playing like a Star Wars champion, which I this year know a thing or two about. Incredible, sir. Like, I am so proud seeing that work is why you were so early in the draft, why I was afraid of losing you. Uh, we're only down by one point. That is a steal. That is getting something right. We wanted to go first. He didn't know that. And here we are about to go first. Where's your headspace? How's this first game for you? Uh, yeah, I was just hoping that I wouldn't miss every question. So I'm feeling pretty good. I would have missed every question and gotten the other guy's name wrong like Christian. So it would have been a negative two situation, which is where we were for a while. The merch negative one. Uh, I feel very confident about this. We like the wheel. We like where mm -hmm. we're going. I really loved how you used that JTE, by the way, to like double check your math. You knew it, but then you like did the math out. So we've got two JTEs left. Go into this just as calm and controlled because it's our game to win. One point means nothing at this point. Let's dive in. It's ours. Let's do it. Here is the spin by Eric. Round and round that wheel goes. And it is Whiteley's first spin at a Schmodown wheel. Luckily, it's a lot of Star Wars on it. 
All right, so Spinner's Choice. It lands on Spinner's Choice. Big spin there for Eric. All right, guys, so uh, 60 seconds to decide what you want starting now. I mean, this is how you get that one point and then some points. Uh, it's not like there's anything on this that isn't a Spinner's Choice because you know Star Wars an insane amount. What is the most comfortable? What's your favorite? Just go with your gut. What does your gut say about Spinner's Choice here? I got to go with the one that started it all in 1977, A New Hope. I think that's the right move. I think that's the right move for a number of yeah. reasons that I don't want to say them in case it leads to any mm -hmm. steals from someone else. But know that your instinct is right where I was going with it. And also, I like living in those movies for a lot of reasons. Um, <laughs> remember to slow down if you need it. Remember two JTEs. Mm -hmm. It is really ours. And even the wheel knows this is your Five seconds. with the win. It's yours. Let's get it. All right. Our competitors are back. And now we're going to get to five questions in the realm of A New Hope. All right, Eric, are you ready? I'm ready. In A New Hope, Imperial Stormtroopers generally use what standard issue blaster? A Blastech E-11 blaster rifle. That is correct for two points. All right, question two. In A New Hope, as the film begins, C-3PO mentions that if they are caught, they will be sent to what type of mines or smashed into who knows what? I'm going to go multiple choice. Okay. Is it A, iron mines, B, droid mines, C, kyber mines, D, spice mines? D, spice mines. Correct for one more point. Here is question three. Who comes up with the idea to use a metal pole to brace the converging trash compactor walls on the Death Star? Princess Leia Organa. That's correct. Two more points. All right. Here's question number four. In A New Hope, Darth Vader thinks that Leia must have hidden the plans in the escape pod and says to send a what to retrieve them. Multiple choice. Is it A, detachment, B, scavengers, C, stormtroopers, D, bounty hunters? A. A, detachment is correct for one more point. And your final question. Here it is. Who confronts Han in Docking Bay 94 about his debt over a spice run gone wrong? Job of the Hut. Two more points. All right. So, Whiteley does good. He only has to go to multiple choice twi uh, twice and sees himself 16-9 over Crash. All right. So, Kaiser is here. Kaiser, you got 60 seconds to talk to John starting now. Fun fact. You know, Coy and Eric Whitley first met at Abilene Christian University. They both serve as adjunct professors of applied idiocracy. You didn't know that, did you, Mark? Who's I Eric Whitley? Trust it. The good news is they can take a long sabbatical and try and collect themselves after we kick their can in today. Hoey, you're playing great. Let me tell you something. He didn't go perfect in round two, but you know who's going to go perfect in round two? You. You check down if you have to. You know what I mean? You check down if you have to, but yeah. you know, look, we know you're you're right. We've prepared you for you. We prepared you for this. Mind your training. Take a breath. You got two JTEs left. Yep. It's your game, brother. Let's spin this wheel and see how we do. Thanks, Kaiser. So the wheel is up. Crash with the spin. All right. See if he gets as lucky as his opponent with the very first inaugural Schmodown spin. Wheels are rolling. 
and Christian. Land, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. All right, 60 seconds to decide, starting now. I mean, we like Jedi. We like Jedi. We like Jedi. I don't know, though. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you could clean up this category, but, I mean, you got to weigh it against getting some of the other ones that, you know, maybe you'd prefer not to take today. I'll I'll do I'll do Return of the Jedi. I, 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 I think I think it's a good one. I don't want to upset Mark too. That's a big thing for me. So, thank yeah. you, John. All he's right, converted. Listen, he's right. He, I, I used to think New Hope. The guy swayed me. You know what I mean? He's right. Jedi's the best. All right. So you're gonna get five questions in the realm of Return of the Jedi, Mark. That's right. Third movie in order of release, sixth episode, and I just watched it on TNT not too long ago. So five questions total. In Return of the Jedi. And here's your first question for two points, unless you need multiple choice. What is the name of the Rancor Keeper at Jabba's Palace? Malakili. A very emotional Malakili in that film. That is correct for two points. And Hoey off to a good start in his round featuring episode six questions. Here's the next one. How does Han Solo tell Chewbacca to fly their stolen shuttle so as to not attract attention. Casual. Why casual it is. And that is another two points in Hoey's corner. Your third question. In Return of the Jedi, when Luke's hologram first appears, how does he refer to Jabba? Exalted one. He greets him with that turn of phrase, and that is another correct answer. Right off the bat, six points so far for Hoey in this round, and he's looking to take the lead here. Your penultimate question. In Return of the Jedi, how much does Jabba end up paying Bausch for Chewbacca? 35000 You'd be going for a lot more in the world of crypto these days. That is correct. Two more points, Christian, and looking to cap off a perfect round number two is John Hoey. His movie category, Return of the Jedi. Here's the final question. Palpatine tells Luke, if you will not be turned, you will be what? Destroyed. That is a correct quote, Christian, and that is wow. a perfect round and as impressive <clears throat> as Eric was, John fires right back and is taking a lead into round three. Very, very impressive by Crash as he sees himself with a three-point lead now over the night. And now we get to round number three, Mark. What are the rules? It's like Return of the Jedi brings nothing but happiness. <clears throat> In round number three, this is the round that will determine the match, unless we go to Sun Death Overtime, which has happened once or twice in Star Wars matches recently. Your first questions were two points. Your next one's worth three points. Your final question is worth five huge points. Points. How do we get those questions? Well, you help us generate them by giving us a series of numbers. We need three integers from each of you. These numerals may range from 1 to 20. You may not pick the same numbers as your opponent because each one corresponds to a unique category where we get the question from. JTE's challenges still apply in this round. There is no penalty for missing a question, and there is no thievery in round number three. Christian, it all comes down to this. All right, so we ask... John, your numbers, please. Two, seven, and eight. Two, seven, and eight for John and for Eric. Four, five, and 15. Four, five, and 15. All right. You got 60 seconds starting now. 
Oh no, he's muted, Christian. Is this going to eat into his time? <laughs> start, let's start, I said, let's start. Mark, the Topo Chico is pouring in the dungeon. Okay, perfect round. We <laughs> won our Smasher Green. We cleaned up, brother. I like how you did out there. I like. Thanks, how you man. Did Thanks. Yeah. Baby, baby, this is your round. This is your game. Play it smooth. Wipe it clean. New game. Round three is a new game, brother. I feel. I feel. I feel. I feel like this is your day, brother. I'm proud of you. Let's let's go get some. Thanks, Kaiser. Enjoy the drink. One last thing. I'm a big fan of of Whiteley's work. I see him on the Gordon Fish Sticks box every time I'm at the supermarket. Big fan. All right, thank you. We're going to remove you, thank God. All right, 60 seconds to talk to Eric starting now. All right, man, you know this game. I really loved how you just, uh, even a little bit of second guessing, went to multiple choice. That's how that round is done. Now this round, it's all knowledge, and that is where you shine. We're only three points behind. That is nothing. That is a question. That is the second of these questions. I feel really confident. How are you? I feel good, and I have a hankering for fish sticks. I, you know, they sound great. I can go to, like, some tater tots, too. Yeah. I think after all this, we get some fish sticks and tater tots. Absolutely. That's what okay. we're going to do. Let's win and then pass through COVID and then get tater tots. Let's do all it. Right. Let's do Thank it. you. So we are ready to get going. Third round is about to begin, and we start with Eric. And, Eric, you chose category number four. Category number four. That's The Empire Strikes Back. In The Empire Strikes Back. Who says that they ran into a bounty hunter at Ord Mantell in The Empire Strikes Back? Han Solo. Correct. Two points. All right. So now, in order to avoid the TKO, Eric needs to hit this three-pointer. He hits it, bounces back to crash, and we now go to category number five. That's going to take us to The Force Awakens. All right. Here you go. Name the Resistance pilot that ran an off-screen reconnaissance mission over Starkiller Base. Temin Snap Wexley. That is correct. And the TKO has been avoided, and we now see ourselves 21 to 19. Hoey can tie it up here, Mark, with his two-pointer, which is category number two. That's right. He's looking for the bank shot here for two and your category, Mr. Hoey Crash. Planets and locations. Okay. And here it is. Two points to tie. How does the Emperor refer to Endor's forest moon? Five, four, three, two. Repeat that. Second one. All right, categories, planets, and locations. The question, how does the Emperor refer to Endor's forest moon? The sanctuary moon? Took a lot of thinking, but it got him to a tied ball game again. Christian, it bounces back to Whiteley for the most important question of his career. Actually, Mark, we're going to stick with John Hoey here, who's got his three-point opportunity, right. and we're going to give John his three-point question, which is going to be Category 7. Sounds fair to me because it's in the category of, you remember this movie, Return of the Jedi. And for three points and the lead to definitely send it back, what does Yoda admit that he is not strong enough to prevent? Dying. 
Yeah, he was kicking the bucket there. He couldn't stop it, Christian. Sad moment, but a happy one for John Hoey because now he has a three-point lead, and now we get to that important question. All right. For your five-point question, Eric, in the realm of The Last Jedi. In The Last Jedi, what is the name of the individual on Canto Bight that told Finn and Rose not to park their spaceship on the beach and then reported them to the Canto Bight police? Slow, din, low. And your winner, ladies and gentlemen, John Crash Howey. A heartbreaker here as the answer was slow in low, slow in low, no D on the slow. So unbelievable, heartbreaking loss there by Whiteley, but Crash takes the victory. Big, big win by the dungeon there. Three points to the dungeon and to Crash. All right, guys, we're going to let you celebrate in just a moment here as you will be talking to. Nice win, baby. Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker has it as the rules of the game state. You got to get that name right. That's not as necessarily the benefit of the doubt. It's a Lena Headey, Lena Headley situation here. So he just misses. Oh, it broke my heart with that one letter off. Almost had it. But John Crash Hoey taking a big victory there and three points for the dungeon. Yeah, my mind was in the galaxy far, far away where if you ask who's the the hero of the original trilogy and somebody says it's loot skywalker thinking of the arizona coach and it's like oh it's just, it's that close but right there it's it's the razor's edge here especially in the star wars part of the schmodown galaxy christian because we've seen championship matches go to overtime we've seen so many great rookies like the two that we had competing here today in a marvelous match and it's just that is how cutthroat it has become and so john hoey with an incredible victory over a very game eric whiteley we have not heard the last of him by any stretch of the imagination but it is hoey's victory today and crash gets in the win column for his faction well speaking of crash he is standing by with jen sturger and his manager kaiser it's always an interesting scenario when i end up in the winner's circle with you kaiser but i have to say well first of all darkness my old friend First of all, congratulations. It looks like you picked a hell of a rookie. Uh, Congratulations on your first victory here with us, uh, Crash. But Kaiser, I got to say, you are proving yourself more and more as a manager this year and being a force when it comes to actually knowing the content itself. I'm like, are you like a secret hidden weapon we just didn't know existed? Are you a secret Star Wars, Mark? That's what I'm asking. I'm telling you this, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I've never been so reinvested in the franchise as I am this year. You don't hang out with Parker and Mara and Molly and Hoey and Wit and just not pick this up. We have a really deep Star Wars team, and I try to hang out in as many of those sessions as possible, and I do pick things up. And Of course, I've got my training materials. I've been watching the movies more and more. So, look, it comes down, it's not about me. It's about Crash. I mean, early on in the season, you know, Robert Parker and I got together and he said, Parker's like, have you seen this Hoey kid? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he wiped the table with some bar stool guys. I think we should get on the phone with him. 
We got on the phone. He was a huge wrestling fan. He fit. I said, it feels like this kid's been here five seasons. He doesn't feel like a rookie. We love his attitude. We love his dedication. Tough loss for Whiteley. Whiteley is obviously a force to be reckoned with. I mean, he was nailing questions. He never let up. And much respect. Coy's always got his guys trained up. Hell, he's got the Star Wars champion of the world, so you know his boys are trained up. So to beat him today, uh, it was close. But, hey, Jen, you know sports, man. They, sometimes it comes down to one play, a one-second thing, and, and we, we got the win today, so props to Hoey. Absolutely. And, Crash, it's, it's, I've got to say, you played that game like an absolute veteran. It's like, how did you prepare for this match? Because let's face it, this is a tough place to walk into with the level of Star Wars knowledge that's going on here. I mean, to me, when I'm watching it, even as well-versed as I feel like I am, sometimes I swear you guys are speaking a different language. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. And like you saw, it comes down to that, uh, these alien names and stuff, and those letters ma matter a lot uh, because it's a difference of uh, winning and losing sometimes. But yeah, the, the whole team and, you know, from Smets just teaching me how to just center myself and be part of the game and become one with the force and our star wars team like kaiser just said you couldn't put it any better between molly wit parker mara and just everyone on that team like we have legends of this game on the team and even if it's just something like dan merle doing his wado impression to cool me down it's <laughs> it's it's a family and if you haven't heard it check it out because he could replace Andy Seacomb any day of the week. But it's as if it's a family in the dungeon and Kaiser, uh, you know, people call him a goofball and stuff, but he is. We've called him worse, actually. He, sure. <laughs> he is the man and we do have big attitudes in the dungeon, but we also have big hearts and it's a family there. And I think our results have been showing that this year and I'm honored to be a part of it. And uh, aside from my family support and friends, a uh, little Corellian spike dice for luck and away I go. Very nice. You know, Kaiser, a lot of people at the beginning of the season, you know, they thought you were going to be at a huge deficit losing Smasher the way you did. And but I mean, how much of a role is he playing behind the scenes? Because look, you've never looked this. I mean, you've never looked this strong last season in terms of the nerd knowledge going on. And I'm like, so how much of it is Smasher working with your guys behind the scenes? And how big of a part is he still of the dungeon? I, uh, I'm going to have to give the, the floor to Hoey on this one. I know they did a little training before the match. So maybe, you know, let a player answer sure. this question. Yeah, Kevin is like our Obi-Wan in the uh, the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. He He's not always there, but he's always in your ear and in your mind and in your in your in our hearts. And he comes in when he can. And he always gives like you listen when he talks. So that's he's like he's like our Obi-Wan for for that sort of stuff. So he's. He's certainly a big part of what got me prepared to do this, including the rest of the team down in the dungeon. But listen, so you got this win under your belt. You know, that's going to uh, definitely boost your confidence in this division. So what's next? Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Like, the, so I wanted to come in and make a statement because I saw people get drafted before me that I obliterated last summer on their own home turf. And uh and that's fine. And I kind of laid in the weeds and I got drafted seventh and Kaiser was smart enough to see the talent there and pick me up there. But, you know, Tom Brady was drafted late too. And let's not forget about stuff like that. So 
Uh, he's doing all right for himself. He's doing okay. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's 68 years old, still winning Super Bowls, so good for him. But shut your mouth, as a Tampa fan, <laughs> shut your mouth. Anyways, Kaiser, reel him in, okay? Also, kid, also, kid. In the famous words of Han Solo, don't get cocky. You still got work to do, but we love what you did today, yeah. Jen. We will be seeing you again in the winner's circle. Get used to seeing seeing me and Hoey, and, and I'll be singing you a, a new song next time, other than uh, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Sounds great. I can't wait. Congratulations. Maybe some Skinner. I don't know. A Zeppelin tune. I'll have something ready for you. Please no. Back to the desk. All right. So obviously, John Hoey, very, very excited as he should be. He's right. He got drafted a little later. Um, but he showed why he should be here. He knew how to play the game. Played it very well, and he beat a very game opponent with Eric the Knight Whiteley. When you look at that, it does remind me of the Lena Headey, Lena Headley, uh, John Roca one so long ago when that happened. But it's it's heartbreaking, and I'm very very curious to see how because we know that Whiteley's coming right back for the tournament. He's going to be right back. He's got a he's got a tough opponent in Thomas Harper that he's playing here, but it's going to be uh, it's still nonetheless he gets another shot quicker than than the guy who just won here with John Hoey. So I'm curious how he's feeling. I'm curious what Coy and I'm curious kind of what they're going to be doing on uh, on on the kind of comeback here. Christian, it's just the the narrowest of margins, like we've said. And so, are you able to pick yourself up by the bootstraps and put yourself back on that horse or Bantha or? back or whatever they have in a galaxy far, far away and keep charging forward because like you said, there's no rest for the weary, but we're going to check in right now with Mr. Whiteley tonight and Jen Sturger. Jen, I imagine even in a loss, Coy and Eric feeling pretty good about their performance. Guys, I know that's not the way you wanted this to go down at the very end, but I will say this, Eric. What just happened to you essentially has happened to all the great legends of this game. We might as well call it the John Roca rule at this point. Uh, so if that's any indication, you've got a very bright future in this league. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad that I can be part of such a uh, prestigious <laughs> club. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Tell me what was going through your head, though, when they started saying, oh. and your winner, and then you saw your face leave the screen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I knew exactly what happened. I just, you know... I was going through a whole bunch of things in my head with uh, with that character. The cool thing about that character species, the Abonetto, is that all of their characters are named after Beastie Boy songs. Mm -hmm. So you have Elo Assy and it's Hello Nasty. And then I was like, oh, slow and no. And I just kind of set it out there. And I'm like, I got to make sure I enunciate. And that's what got me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yep. Look, you're the guy that everyone <sighs> was so excited to see play this season to get drafted. I remember during the draft, the entire chat was just blowing up with Eric Whiteley. And I was like, who is this guy? And Jesus, where did all these people come from that are just chanting him on? I'm like, you have that much hype behind you. So I guarantee this is definitely not the last time we've seen you. Koi, you've got to be pretty pleased with the way your rookie played today, all things considering. I mean, today's the reason why he had that following today. He showed the reason why those people were all coming in droves and droves. And I had to stop the live. I, I, so I can't remember, like, I get overwhelmed and forget my name. Like, it happens. This guy remembered that it was a Beastie Boys named character from a species where they all were, and then it was a matter of enunciation. It was a, you know, if this, if this wasn't Star Wars, or if this had happened in another round, it wouldn't have happened. If this was round two, he would have seen it on the board, and he would have known. If this was round one, it could have been a matter of just how he framed, like, 
this was a one of one scenario where it went down and who knows if he would have gotten the five and also congrats to Hoey. that was a hell of a debut for a rookie but i don't see us losing him again and i don't see eric losing again period the way he played the game the way he knew to use jtes the way he navigated those multiple choice i saw a couple of those he even knew he just used multiple choice to double check himself he was constantly just double checking himself and powering through so he's gonna run this tournament he's gotten the first match under his belt he's handled himself and showed he knows the knowledge and today he showed he knows the game as well as the star wars knowledge so this guy's a force to be reckoned with i can't wait to see whitely versus dimalanta and i'm gonna have a new york bibs versus kid match on my hands and the kid lost his first match too this guy is going to be the kid of star wars this guy is going to show everyone why i got him so quickly in the draft and this guy is going to show why he comes with an army and i couldn't be prouder like honestly straight up like other than us not going on to play again with a win this is exactly what i hope for and when we get the win in the tournament it's going to taste even sweeter how much caffeine did you have today, Koi? I Jesus. am made of cold brew. <laughs> I just bought a car, oh. and on the way there, I was, like, going to Dunks, and I was like, I'm going to treat myself. And then I bought three because there was a sale. So too many cars. We're muting you now, Koi. I need to talk to your, I need to talk to your player. Anyways, Eric, let's shift to the tournament for a minute. You have a very hyped opponent in Thomas Harper. Any thoughts going into this tourney? Uh, yeah, before the uh, I played this match here, I remember seeing Thomas Harper on an after show saying, like, Eric Whiteley, he has a mountain to climb. You know, he's kind of a casual trivia guy, big Star Wars fan, but maybe doesn't know the details. Well, you know what? A month ago, I wouldn't have been able to answer 75% of those questions. What am I going to be answering a month from now? All the questions. I love it. I love that kind of enthusiasm, and that's exactly why Koi picked you up. Am I and wrong? that's how we played today. Again, like every moment there was a slight pause. I wasn't concerned. And that was a really cool feeling as someone that didn't know what they were saying. As someone that was confused about like, I, I couldn't have argued anything, but then to trust that he knew it or to trust that he was processing. The cool thing about rookies is you don't know what their game tape looks like. It's, it's mm -hmm. a new world for them. So to see him do as well with gameplay as with knowledge, and I keep bringing that up because that's what I was so impressed by. I kept leaning back and being like, everything we've worked on in training, every conversation we've had before this match, everything that we had to navigate as manager and faction member was on the books today. So it was a matter of a, a, a syllable. And I know that won't happen again. So I'm more confident than I was when I drafted him first. Like he was my number one Star Wars guy after the champion. I put him fourth, like he was literally the fifth of overall anything. That's a concerning moment for a rookie. Like I, I can't imagine the pressure on Eric. I drafted the champion and then the it went around again and I drafted Eric as a rookie. So the pressure was on him today. And the fact that he didn't slip, he didn't make any silly errors. The fact that he showed all of his Star Wars knowledge as a manager, I'm just really proud. And, and honestly, Star Wars is this year. Like, look at what the Schmodown has become this year. It might be war, but that's really just Star Wars. It's just in parentheses. <laughs> this, this is a really Star Wars heavy year. And if he's playing like that, man, we're going to look great at the end of the season with all those points Whiteley's getting us. You're going down a Shmominati rabbit, rabbit hole with that connection there. It's you the made third coffee. It's just putting <laughs> dots together. So, Eric, you know, there's always that feeling after your first match that ends in a loss. That it's it, it goes one of two ways. It's either not sure this is for me, or oh my god, that was a blast. Let's do this again. I want more. I'm guessing with you, it's the latter. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I've had a lot of fun just deep diving into Star Wars, and there's no way that's going to stop now. Uh, can't wait to do more. I mean, it's just like Jabba uh, in his palace whenever he's like, oh, play that one again. And then the <laughs> band just goes crazy and Droopy McCool is going crazy on that flute. I'm ready to play some flute. I love it. I the love it so much. The casual name drops don't make sense to my brain. I'm like trying to scroll through even the scene. You're like, ah, oh, this guy's name. <laughs> this is why he's here. Lay off the Red Bull, okay, Koi? Anyways. Dunkin' Donuts is delicious. It's how you survive a pandemic is just a drip, a straight drip of dunks. God, mute him. Anyways, I'm so sorry about the loss today, guys, but we'll be seeing you again very soon. Great work, Eric. This loss brought to you by the letter D. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Back to the desk. Well, look, it, it, he's he's... Taking it with a with a sense of humor, and we love to see that here. Obviously, great performance by both John Hoey and um, and Eric here. Uh, Eric Whiteley really showing that uh, both of these guys, the knowledge that they had, and he made a great point there too that he had he, he was he's been doing some deep dives since he was drafted, and there was a lot of recall, a lot of stuff that he was able to get, and he, and even in that round two where he went to multiple choice, he still got it right. But John Hoey just was able to stay calm, and you know, t and and even when he uses JT, he's able to pull the answer. They played both very well for rookies. John Hoey today edging it out, taking that victory, and picking up a big three points for the dungeon. Yeah, Christian, you, you go back to round number two, and you see that John Hoey spun Return of the Jedi. Him and Kaiser they had a little bit of deliberation as to whether take the greatest Star Wars movie of all time or spin again. He ended up sticking with it, had a perfect round number two, and right there is your difference. But uh, to echo Sir Whiteley, it just came down to the letter D, or maybe the amount of D&D &D that Koi Jandrew ingested i guess that's dunkin donuts dungeons there's a lot of d's going on around here but we have some big energy talking about all these matches that are coming up christian it's a full slate for us here at the movie trivia schmodown so much excitement in every one of these inner geekdom star wars teams and of course singles and here are the standings as they stand today Those are the standings, but going into tonight's pay-per-view, it is all on the line. The Mercs have an opportunity to pick up two more big points tonight as Kevin Goodenough-Smith goes up against Sassy Stacy Howard in the undercard of tonight's pay-per-view. And the Dungeon has an opportunity to pick up not only seven big points, but to get another title in their faction where dangerous Dan Merle, the four-time champion, looks to become a five-time champion. But in order to do it, he has to beat the undefeated movie trivia schmodown champion of the world. Last year's rookie sensation, Adam the Coyote Collins, tonight. The SchmodownLive.com, Patreon.com slash Schmodown. Get your tickets today. Mark? Yeah, I got to go uh, change wigs for my uh, pay-per-view look. And in the meantime, Chris, I'm just going to be reflecting on what a competitive match this was. Star Wars, it's just, it's going like gangbusters. As many planets exist in that galaxy, that's how many stars we have in our little Star Wars universe down here on Earth. Fun one, partner. Always happy to call with you, my man. Same here. Thank you to Mark Ellis. Thank you to Eric and John Coy Kaiser, the whole Sky Brown crew, and of course, Jen Sturger. Thank you guys so very much. Our writing crew, we thank you. And we will see you guys tonight. Get 
over there as soon as possible. Subscribe if it's your first time here. And we will see you. Thank you very much to Mark Ellis. See you next time. Hey, Grace, how are you? Well, hey, stranger. So good to see the beautiful <laughs> face of my commissioner. How have you been? It's so good to see you, too. I'm good. I'm good. Oh you know, I'm, I'm hanging in there, um, you know, doing the best I can, obviously. How are you? I know I'm doing well. I know. Oh, my gosh. You just I know that everything with COVID really threw off everything that you were wanting to do last year. Yeah. And really killing the whole commissioner thing. And I really appreciate that. I know. And I know you had a lot of ideas for this year. It's just it's so good to finally connect with you. Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad that you bring that up because I really did. You know, I, I planned out a lot of stuff that I really wanted to do, try in 2020. But I still think that, you know, going forward this year, we can maybe implement some of those ideas and some of those plans as well. Um, yeah, so well, actually, and, and I apologize for interrupting you. I did actually, you know, along those lines, I actually did want to bring up something to you, if you don't mind. Um, I had... I saw a certain uh, video message that you had sent Mark Riley, actually, wishing him luck on, on a match. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. I mean, like, you know, Riley and I, aside from the Schmodown, go, we go way back with movie talk and nightmares and all of that. And yeah. obviously, we we're partners. And I know he's kind of been having a little bit of a tough time within the league. And, you know, so I just I wanted to just send him a quick little a quick little note with some positive words and you know sure. some encouragement yeah and i mean we all need that um and i love that i love the sentiment behind that however i do just want to bring up the fact that i really you know when i think about what i value in a commissioner i really think about neutrality almost like a judge do you know what of i course. mean of course just yeah. really not choosing sides like not really rooting for any player over another so i actually got to say i didn't love that because i think as commish you really have to be completely neutral on the sidelines. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like I'm pretty usually pretty neutral in general. Sending, I don't really think that you know sending Riley a good luck message kind of counts as like being being impartial. You know, I mean, I, I, I Christian's never. Christian's never said brought it up to me either, so I, I just I, yeah. I'm sorry. I, this is all news to me. Sure, sure. And yeah, and I realize that Christian um, has really been mismanaging for a long time now, so I'm not surprised that he hasn't brought this up. So I, you know I adore you. We also go way back, so I'm not trying to rain on any parade right here. But I do just have to give you a little bit of some bad news because actually going forward, this actually does violate the rules of commissioner. So I'm actually going to be having you move away from commissioner and i wait 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 so, wait sorry excuse me I, i'm not trying to interrupt you grace but what are you talking about like i i can be more cautious going forward like it's it's this is so not a big deal and respectfully i have a contract so i know what my contract says and and i don't even think that you can make that kind of a decision Right, right. No, and I love that you brought up uh, the contract. Thank you for, for reminding me of that because I've actually looked at your contract and actually I'm able to move you wherever I'd like within the confines of that contract. So I think you're going to love this. I'm going to actually be moving you from commissioner onto the desk. I don't think that that's such a great idea. I, I, I don't think that that's a really good idea. So... 
I hear you and I totally understand where you're coming from, but I wasn't sure if you were aware, I'm actually the president now. Um, and so I do get final say in this. <laughs> okay, Grace. <laughs> okay, I, right. I will, I'll take the desk. Uh, I love it. Yeah, all right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Grace. So good chatting with you. Oh, God, it's too easy. I love this. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.